This guy here in the Freak Nation, he's got a three-race GT winning streak in the Rolex Series and was the winner of the most recent Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge race in Atlanta. But according to a recent tweet of his, he's quite a health nut. First of all, why in the hell are you tweeting about health on Twitter, not some nudie pictures of girlfriends? <laughs> Come on, John Edwards. Why, why all this health talk on Twitter, my friend? Uh, well, if, if, uh, I think you might have misread that tweet because I was talking about Nutella pancakes, so the, uh, the health food hashtag was <laughs> a little bit of a joke. So I, uh, Today wasn't a very healthy day, although I did work it off in the afternoon. Nutella pancakes? Oh, yeah. You, you don't really know what uh, real food is until you go out uh, for brunch in New York City on the weekend. Uh, that's, I live in Manhattan now, and that's, that's one of the best parts of living here is all the unhealthy food you get on the weekend. Oh, yes. Pizza. Ooh, yes. We've had some late-night unhealthy food there when we've done our show from the Sirius Studios. Oh, man. Just, you got it. Yeah, you got everything right there. Yeah, I, I guess the moral of the story is if you want unhealthy food, you come to New York City. But uh, they, they do give you every option. But uh, for me, the problem is with all the healthy options compared to all the, uh, the halal food on the street carts and then the tele pancakes in the morning, uh, more often than not, my, my diet's kind of gone out the window. Sports car pilot John Edwards joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. And as I said, this dude is on a hot streak, man. And, John, what, what do you attribute this hot streak? Hot streak? You, you have baseball players that say, I'm in a zone. You know, things are great at, at home. My wife's not slapping me across the face, and the kids have straight A's. How do you get in a zone, and, and how did you get onto this hot streak? Uh, well, I don't have a wife or kids, um, <laughs> thankfully, at, at 22 years old. But um, uh, really what, what I think is a big part of our success at Stevenson is that um, – is that it's the whole team working together, you know. And, and I know everyone says this, and everyone might roll their eyes and say that's a generic answer, but in reality, if you look back at the past three races, uh, we really haven't had the pace to just walk away from the field. You know, we've had a, a decently competitive car, um, you know, that's strong in some areas and, and weak in others, but we really haven't had a dominant car um, like the results might indicate. Uh, but if you saw the end of the race at Detroit, you know that I was under a lot of pressure uh, with about six cars lined up behind me, so... It really, the passes that we made for the lead in both Barber and Detroit, those passes were made on a pit stop. And then in Atlanta, we were running second and decided to go off strategy to try something to, to get the lead. And ultimately, that worked and gave us the lead. So, you know, it's, it's been a combination of everything. The engineering team giving us a decent car, Robin and I, you know, driving, driving hard uh, and defending when we need to. And... Um, and, and the crew pulling off great pit stops. And I think that's, uh, Robin said it in the interview after the race, that, um, that that's really a result of this team working together and having continuity uh, over the past couple of years, whereas some of the other teams have new driver pairings or new crew guys, new engineers, all, you know, all trying to gel together. And for me, it's the first year in, I would say, in about six or seven years, certainly in the, um, you know, in, in the last, the recent part of my professional career that, that I've maintained continuity um, from one year to the next. Uh, and I, all the other situations I've been in, I've had to, you know, work with a new teammate or a new engineer or a new, completely new team. And so I think, think the results you see are, are due to, you know, the team knowing each other and having complete trust in each other and, and really pulling it off in the pits and, and on the strategy. Sports car pilot John Edwards joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Statman, go ahead. John... 
let's. I want to go back to a conversation that the Speed Freaks had with a, a listener, I don't know, maybe a month ago now. It was about no Americans to cheer for in racing. You're part of a new generation. There's you, there's the Taylor brothers, there's Tommy Milner. There's some serious uh, talent that's out there besides Scott Pruitt and, and other guys. What do you say to uh, people that try to throw that on your face and say there's just no Americans to cheer for in racing? <laughs> well, all I can say is that we're out there. I mean, you point out uh, myself and, and the Taylor brothers, you know, we're all in Grand Am competing um, and having having some good results. Um, so, you know, I, I think the thing is we're all pretty young and haven't been there for a very long time. So uh, so hopefully, uh, or, or maybe it's maybe it's because they don't know us quite as well. Um, you know, we certainly haven't had a track record that, that Scott Pruitt's had because he's been in the series um, uh, for nearly as long as it's, as it's been in existence. That kind of so, irritates um, you? I'm sorry to cut you off, but does that kind of irritate you, John, when people try to throw that in your face? Uh, when they try to throw what in my face? That there's no Americans to cheer for. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, we, we're definitely out there. And um, so hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully they start paying attention to us and realize that, that we're out there and competing for the wins. And, um, you know, hopefully the success that, you know, especially with the last three races that we've had uh, wins in, um, hopefully that'll that'll elevate us or elevate myself and, and hopefully all the Americans, um, especially with the Taylor brothers and, and everyone who's out there. You know, there's so much about NASCAR that I do like. I really honestly do. But the the way the media has handled, this is my opinion, the way the media has handled NASCAR over the last 10, 13, 14 years, it's really taken away from IndyCar and sports cars. Because, yeah, the image right now is there's no Americans. And it, even if there are, there are no good Americans in IndyCar and sports car when right now, that couldn't be further from the truth. So is it, is it an identity thing that we just need to be better at and we as media need to inform people better? Well, wait a minute. Uh, Before well, you answer that, John, let me add something fully. to that. Should you drivers be doing something more to uh, promote yourselves maybe to the fans in the stands? Hmm. Well, I, I don't think the media can solely be blamed to, for, uh, for Americans not having uh, any recognition, but, um, uh, you know, ultimately, um, I, I think in, in NASCAR, especially there's a huge fan base and, and a huge viewership for each race. And, uh, and, you know, right now there's, there's less of that for IndyCar and, and, um, you know, sports cars. So I think it's a little less known. And, uh, you know, certainly if I'm, uh, on an airplane and have a conversation with a stranger and, um, tell them that I'm a race car driver. They they say, "Oh, are you in? Are you in NASCAR?" And and the very select few say, "Are you in Formula One?" But uh, it's it's very rare that um, uh, that they know everything about racing. And so I think that uh, some of those names become household names in NASCAR. And and so far that's not been the case in um, you know friendly car and in uh, sports cars. So I hope it gets to that point. And I think that you know especially with the merger and everything, I think sports cars. Uh, are headed in the right direction, and, and hopefully in the near future we'll see that come less uh, an issue. We're talking with John Edwards, who has... Go ahead, Kenny. Go ahead, Crasher. No, I'm saying we're talking with John Edwards, who has won the past three GT races in the Rolex Series, and your defending winner right now in the Continental Sports Car Challenge. John, talking about this American issue, again, 
maybe like Stat said, okay, can you guys do something more as drivers? John, maybe you need to do a YouTube video like the Taylor brothers have done. <laughs> you know, I, I've been told that, uh, that I should think about that, but, I, you know, I, I don't think that's really my style. I've never been much <laughs> for, um, for that kind of flash. You know, I, I'm, always, I'm always happy to, uh, you know, to engage with fans and, and anything like that, but uh, unfortunately, if, if there's anyone that was hoping for, to see me in the next video, I don't think that's going to happen in the near future. <laughs> No Daisy nice. Dukes? Uh, no, I, I think Ryan Eversley pulls it off a little better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, John Edwards, you don't see NASCAR Sprint Cup guys or you don't see NHRA guys or, or, or even IndyCar guys throwing out videos like that that younger drivers and younger drivers' fans can clamor for. Well, they clamor for. Why? Why not? I'm not saying you got to throw out videos with your junk sticking out there. I'm just saying, <laughs> creative, interesting videos, things, social media that gets people fired up to go. You know what? I need to go watch that bastard drive at Road Atlanta or up at Sonoma. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think it comes down to individual personalities, and um, you know, so the Jordan especially, um, uh, you know, ha has a bit of a quirky personality. Um, and I think uh, I, I get the feeling from the outside that uh, that Jordan pulled Ricky into that that music video deal. But um, <laughs> you know, then you see Ryan Eversley jump on board, and and those are all those are all guys that have that type of personality. So um, you know, I, I I do think it's great to have uh, to have fan engagement and um, or, or you know something something unique. Um, so far, I haven't found that for myself, but. Um, uh, I, again, I think uh, I think I'll leave the video, the music videos, to uh, to the Taylor Brothers. <laughs> well, John Edwards, you when we first met you, and I believe it was your family at the PRI show several years ago, you were on the Red Bull driver development program for Formula One. Do you? I know right now things are going great for you in racing, so maybe right now it's like all right, no problem with it. But have you ever had thoughts over the last couple of years that? You were upset that that program just kind of fizzled right when you were coming up to the peak and maybe making it. Uh, well, I, I think it's probably not the best way to describe it to say that it fizzled because, um, in reality, it was a very cutthroat type of program. And uh, and I had a mediocre year my first year in Atlantic. Um, had some crash damage, and and they weren't impressed by that. And um, at 16 years old, uh, quite frankly, I. I Look back on it and realize that I lacked a little bit of maturity to uh, to succeed that year in Atlantic. Um, you know, the, to to succeed it the way the way that I did two years later when I was eighteen. But um, uh, that that was the nature of the Red Bull program, and so they started cutting a lot of guys. And um, after a mediocre year, I, I got fired from that program. So um, you know, when I look at when I watch Formula One races, I I always there's always that thought in your head that um, uh, you know I could have been there or or um, you know what what could I have done different to to stay in that program and make it, um, and that was especially true when guys like Sebastian Buemi and Jaime Alcaraz were were driving because I was teammates with Sebastian Buemi. I was um, you know raced against Jaime Alcaraz and uh, and Brendan Hartley, um, and I was in the program at the same time as as Vettel, although he was a, a step above me in Formula Three. So um, it, it is sometimes difficult to to watch those races and, and have had that go through your head but at the end of the day you know I, I also can see the other side of of drivers that i've raced against uh drivers that have beaten me um and who are now 
sitting on the couch. So, you know, it, that's just the nature of racing. And um, I had a great opportunity with Red Bull. Uh, they they provided me with three years of of racing, uh, two years in Europe, and then one year in Atlantic. And and really, uh, although you could look at it and say that that they fired me when I was 16, and perhaps um, you know, given another year or two, I I might have matured and and been ready for the the program in the next level. But um, you know that that's sort of the pessimistic way to look at it. Whereas um, the better way is that that they jump started my career and and have led me to uh, to a point where I'm I'm getting paid to race cars. Wow, Freak wow. Nation. That guy, John Edwards, he's a Nutella fan. And, well, okay, he's got a three-race <laughs> GT winning streak of the Rolex Series and, of course, winner of the most recent Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge in Atlanta. And he's an American badass. <laughs> Edwards, thanks for staying up and coming to the Freak Nation, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It's, uh, you know, I had to work hard to stay up past my bedtime to talk to you guys, but I appreciate it. <laughs> No, go just go look. Go take an Ambien and just stay off the computer. All right. <laughs> I'll do my best. All right, John Edwards joining us here at the Speed Freaks Pits, and no, not that John Edwards. This John Edwards, man, that guy's on a hot streak. Is that guy well spoken or what, Statman? Yeah. Yeah, he's wow. well spoken. He left college to concentrate on his racing. You know, he's one of only four people to ever win his continental race and the Rolex race on the same wow. weekend. Pretty cool. Yeah, you know what? He talked a little Pretty bit about being fired from the Red Bull program, and to be perfectly honest, I am one of those people that thinks that they made a, a very premature decision in doing that because he has mad skills, and they're starting to come out now for mainstream people to actually see them. And I think there's a huge future for John right. Edwards, big time.